Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of Trash Talks. I'm your host, the Trash Palace Sultan, and uh, joining me this week, uh, my guest, my good friend, uh, Patience Gonzalez. Hello. Hello, everybody. Am I saying that right? It's not Gonzalez. Good friend, I should know. <laughs> it's Gonzalez. Gonzalez. Okay. Gonzalez. I thought so. <laughs> Yeah, I just didn't know how if that like that Les at the end was like you know just just give it up just Gonzalez or what was the first? I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. Now I've said it too many times. <laughs> I mean, you know, common misconception for between Easy and Es. Oh, so. that's it. Okay. Oh, you know what? I got a I got a Lopes Lopez situation over here. A friend like oh, that, she gets Lopes very upset. Lopez. Yeah, yeah. I got a friend who <laughs> she gets upset with that one. She, I think she's a yeah she's a Lopes. She doesn't like being called Lopez. Oh, so I, I understand. Yeah. It's 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 very frustrating sometimes, especially on your tax forms when yeah. your CPA fucks up fucks up, so it's like it just you dead ass know how to spell it. It's right in front of your face, but they still put easy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, they they you know, they they're doing their best. You know, they, they go for what they think. Like, I always get out. Uh, they write S-Y for my name all the time. That's wrong. Doing it wrong. wrong. Yeah. That's why. That's <laughs> why. No, so what you, uh, what you been beautiful. up to since uh, you still live out there? Um, yeah, we were. Uh, in Tucson? Yeah. yeah, we were hanging out all the time. I used to live out in Arizona. and uh, Yeah, we were the tricycle, you know. Yeah, you, me, and Taz. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But uh, what you, what you, well, I know a little bit about what you've been doing, but you know, you want to talk about it? I mean, yeah, I've been through a lot of life transitions and going through buying a house, first time home buyers, and going full time in my tattoo career. So, I mean, as far as that goes, I don't have a day job anymore, and I am just going full throttle into my art career. So, so you don't consider like tattooing a day job? You don't don't you do it pretty consistently? Oh, absolutely. But I mean, as far as consistency goes, where I had a full time nine to five, mm-hmm. and then I was going to tattoo afterwards, but it wasn't ev- like every day. Yep. It was more of a set up appointments where I could and catch whatever that walked in, but now I'm just doing it full time, which. But it's on your schedule though. So. Oh, absolutely. I get to wake up with the sun instead of before it now. And it's amazing. (laughs) Oh, geez. I I wake up when it's going down. (laughs) (laughs) That used to be my schedule, but, uh, being with a man who wakes up with the sun, it kind of makes it impossible. Yeah, how's that going? You said doctor boyfriend? You got a doctor boyfriend? <laughs> not a doctor boyfriend. <laughs> it's not a doctor? Oh, I thought he was a doctor. I don't know. No, no. He's going to college, but he's a... Uh, Soon-to-be doctor in... boyfriends. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, with the sort amount of schooling he's doing, I wouldn't be surprised at this point if he wanted his doctorate. Yeah. But he's talking about his master's, and it's in logistics. So he's a smart, smart boy. Okay, I don't know. So he's not in medical? For some reason, I thought he was in medical. No, he was... Um, so his history is that he's a veteran from the Air Force, and that he was in the warehouse there, and then got linked up with Raytheon over there 
for the warehousing over there. And now he's going to college for logistics and hopefully trying to apply that towards his job now. Ah, okay. Well, I know Raytheon pays well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they do. I'm pretty much set over here. We're we're comfortable. Yeah, <laughs> they're um, they're definitely one of the uh, companies doing fine. Uh, the government likes to uh, support them when everyone else is failing, so eh, that job's gonna be around for a while. Oh, I mean, yeah, missiles and shit. So you know, we're gonna be a while. <laughs> I mean, starving people they they can wait for their two two grand checks, but you know. The, the missiles now missiles, that's a now you know, thing let's let's put trillions into our defense systems and th when there's nothing going around globally as far as wars goes i guess well at least you get to live comfortably off it <laughs> yeah yeah fortunately you know in my relationship you know i get to leech off of him and support my art career i guess <laughs> yeah sounds fun yeah. How, so, so the art career. You've been doing this, um, these tattoos for what two years now, or longer? About yeah. So I've been doing my apprenticeship for a year and a half, um, learning the trade, the craft, and uh, been tattooing for over a year and a half. So I've been kind of collectively doing it for three years now. Yeah. So oh, so three years. So like two years was like working there though. And then, like, yeah. before that, it was all, like, practicing up. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. Did you ever, like, do anything? Like, like, I know you, like, draw and, like, a bunch of other stuff. Like, you knew how to do, like, art. But, like, what did tat what was the closest thing you were doing before that, like, tattooing came from? I would assume drawing, but. Um, as far as, like, the link between? Yeah, like, what got you or... into tattooing? Like, wh what were you doing before that? Okay. Because you weren't so... tattooing when I, was, when I was with you. I don't know if it was an interest no. of yours. Probably was, but. It, it was for sure. So, I mean, I've been around tattoos since I was little, like growing up. My dad is tattooed head to toe. So cool. to see photos of him without any, like with my grandma in the photo, it would be weird to be like, who's that young man with my grandma? Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, he just had no tattoos and that's just odd to see. But um, yeah. They've always just been around, but I, I was in college and I was getting my bachelor's of fine arts in animation. That was what I was ma majoring in. Yeah. And um, I kind of got to dip my feet into the animation industry and mm -hmm. I didn't like any of it. Yeah. It was very corporate and cold and... Um, I guess I wanted a more streamlined way into defining and building my own career mm. on my own without having to depend on a very corporate entity. Yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying, because, like, with tattooing, it, it goes a little more mom and pop. Like, there's a bunch of different shops all based on their own uh, reputation off of just, well, local word of mouth and stuff like people see a good job and that becomes the one that's like pretty good three cities over meanwhile in animation yeah. there's only so many jobs to go around and there's plenty of people like you who are interested in doing animation and so it's it's more like the scarcity of jobs makes it it's going to be corporate like they're the people producing it you know it, it's it's just so narrow that only so many companies do it and you're going to go you're going to have to go work for one of them you know so you can do I it mean, 
on your own, like YouTube, like if you wanted to yeah. do that. But like, yeah, you're probably if you want to work for somebody and do that art, you're not. Yeah, you kind of got to go out on your own with animation unless you get lucky enough to get one of those jobs. Absolutely. And, and the thing is, is that it's the art field is very saturated no matter what path you take whether it's animation screen printing tattooing it's going to be oversaturated mm. i mean we have over probably i don't know like a hundred shops just in tattoo it's just in tucson alone as far as tattoo shops go and i mean it's I think uh, there's, like, I way was... more there than most places, though. I'll say that. Because they yeah. have some of the looser I mean, laws around the country. In Portland, Maine, there's, like, less than 100. There's probably less than 50 tattoo shops out hmm. there. So, I mean, it's... As far as the West Coast, it's very oversaturated. And um, I think it's just comparatively from animation to tattooing, it's more streamlined, and you're almost how do i say it have an easier way into having a career in tattooing versus animation yeah if yeah if you were to go independently tattooing is the way exactly. animation is a harder path for yeah. sure you gotta you gotta just like well that's that's kind of my issue with like a lot of arts degrees and really just college in general is the jumbo price tag that comes along with like <laughs> The, the slim possibility of it actually, like, you know, taking you somewhere, you know? Like, Absolutely. I feel for most people who want to do art, with how much, like, there is with the internet, you kind of got to, like, get out there and just show yourself off. Like, you could take the same amount of money, right? Like, mm -hmm. way less. You could take one semester's worth of money, buy an insane studio of everything you need, and it, I think it'd be a, probably a better investment with just that and taking the hours of YouTube and, like, really, like, teaching yourself I, I don't know though I, I'd like your opinion you've been to art school but do you think you're like yes. most of what you learn in art school is something you're applying now or so a lot of the practices from especially from the uh, fundamentals of art I've been using so as far as well let's see so I have a background in 2d and 3d animation and so with creating pieces of art um, or tattoos, I should say, that aren't copy paste, I am using fundamentals of, let's say, perspective or geometry in 3D animation to create an image that is unique enough. So say someone wants a clock and a rose well you know there's a bunch of fucking clock and rose tattoos out there but to make one at a certain per perspective that's interesting and still is different enough uh visually um i think can be uh a sort of accomplishment and that's how i'm using my skill set that I've learned um, and using like I've said the fundamentals of art uh, to create something more that has more depth more visual interest than let's say a flat 
basic um, tattoo design, which could work, uh, can be um, legible, let's say, 10 years down the road. Yeah. But is it to the... Mm, what is it? The uh, not anticipation, but expectation. expectations. Yeah. Yes, yeah. absolutely, absolutely. Because we've come a long way, art-wise, in tattoos from like the 1940s to like say 1990s, and then it just evolved from there. I know. I see so, some that are crazy. They look like like 3D. It looks like it's like. I, it looks like like maybe like there's a hole like going through the skin and like into another world or something like they make crazy stuff. Oh yeah, um, there's this artist, uh, Jesse Ricks, I think R I X. Um, Ricks. he does a lot of illusion tattoos, so he'll create almost windows with the skin looking yeah. out into s space and stuff. So he's pretty cool. That's dope. Yeah, I love stuff like that or like um, just stuff that looks like like 3d like it looks like it's textured but it's it's a 2d space and it like just... like a photorealism or anything yeah, like that where exactly. like textures of cloth of like a bust of a character from a movie or something yeah 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 that's just crazy I, I saw yeah i saw like this one it was like it was just like a skull but like it was on his shoulder but from a lot of angles that you could like you could eventually catch an angle where you could tell it was flat but yeah like from a lot oh, of totally. angles it looked like it's like popping out <laughs> Yeah, there's there's just a lot of different um, things to consider as far as like the person's body type and how an image can function or flow with that body. But I mean, I guess a roundabout answer to your question, um, going back as far as like going to art school versus self-taught, I yeah. mean, it's very bittersweet for me because I never... I won't say I regret my education. I regret the tuition, yeah. but uh, it feels like a trap I mean, to me. They 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 dangle it when you're so young. They're like you got to make a decision right now. Everybody's going, all your absolutely. friends, and it's like all the money that you got to make over the next ten years of your life. And guaranteed. you're not gonna make that money back. I mean, thankfully with tattooing, I'm making consistent enough money that. I'm okay right now, you know, knock yeah. on fucking wood, but just It doesn't fucking... happen for everybody. Some people get buried no, in that. No, it doesn't. I saw some it guy doesn't. yesterday talking about um he's 58 and he's got a, uh, a million dollars worth of debt. And he's like saying why people need bailouts. But I'm just listening to the guy and go, dude, what the fuck were you thinking? Why do you have a million dollars and not have a job that can pay that off? Like you went to school for the wrong thing, obviously. And you're advocating that you should be bailed out for that, dude? It's like, no, no you made a bad you decision. The decision. I made a bad decision at 18. You know, like I could have gotten out at any point, but I decided to stick yeah, with it. But you didn't it. get a million dollars, is what I'm saying. That's, no, that's no. insane. No, 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 no. But I mean, I'm still like with a good amount of debt, of student debt. Yeah. And I guess I. It's funny to me because I graduated from a school that's dissolved now yeah. like it's been dissolved uh as of december 20th mm -hmm. of 2020 like my school doesn't exist as of last year mm -hmm. that happened to my brother and uh 
uh, Peter who does the show with me. Yeah. <laughs> I went feel to a music man. school. Just, it's like art schools, fucking, though. Like, some yeah. Of them, yeah, I don't trust them. <laughs> don't, pr- don't trust private. Uh, don't trust private. Well, I mean, public I know, uh, is just as bad. But, yeah. I mean, just just learn from home. Just learn what you can from home. Because what I did was basically take the advice from my instructors and, you know, I, they kind of made me learn on my own anyway. So mm. I was paying thousands of dollars for someone to tell me to figure it out. And I did. And you know what? I learned a lot and paid a lot for it for yeah. a school that doesn't exist anymore. Well, I mean, at least you got something out of it. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, I mean, it, it, it's tough. I, I really, like, say my kid wanted to go to school for something. It would really depend on what it is because mm-hmm. I'm pretty much, it would have to be like STEM. Like, I think that's one of the only things yeah. where you're going to end up with a job that'll end up paying Gather enough. Trades, like the honestly. price. Oh, trade school. Trades, the thing is, trade school is way cheaper. It's it's nowhere near college. Absolutely. So, like, yeah, absolutely. Trade school, yeah, no question. Whatever trade they want. But um, I'm saying uh, with, with, like, college and stuff where it costs way more, uh, it, it, it would really depend on the degree they wanted or I would just recommend against it because mm-hmm. when, it, when it fell off of me, it's like 60% of people go to college now, right? Mm-hmm. It used to be, like, 20% of the country, and that degree meant something. That changed, like, over the past 15 years. Uh, I mean, probably longer, but it's been slowly creeping. But it's moved exponentially recently, and uh, I don't know, man. Like, it, it, it doesn't feel like it means as much if it's like you know, if it's six out of ten if people. Everyone's doing. Yeah, yeah. It's like what it kind of waters it down. You don't. It doesn't really mean anything anymore. It's like. I mean, how many psychology degrees are out there right now? Yeah. As far as like bachelors versus masters, and then how many people are practicing it? Yeah, and unless you're, like, Ivy League or went to, like, a school with, like, you know, some, like, title like that, then, yeah, it kind of just, it you know, community college degree, it's kind of, like, watered down. Well, I mean, those are usually cheaper anyway. That's probably the way to go if you're going to do it. Yeah, it, but, it uh, is, yeah. honestly. But um, still, like, I'm saying, yeah, some of these colleges, like, I, the, the best you got is you're just, like, one in the pack with hopefully at a 4.0. <laughs> Good luck if you're average, Fingers you know? crossed, you know? Yeah, I hear they don't even check that anymore, though, Like, because at this point, it's just like everybody's got a degree, so they don't even check your GPA at like, most places. They just check if you went to college and graduated. It's If you have the experience, if you have yeah, stuff like the that. know-how, yeah, that's exactly what they're looking for is just if you know how to do the job. Yeah, I haven't heard anybody talking about their GPA in a while. Uh, it's like if you got either. through, <laughs> yeah, I don't think they really I check mean, that. I mean, fucking, you don't need a GPA <laughs> to tattoo, so. No, yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, but that's good, though, that you're able, because, like, yeah, some people don't even end up with that thing. Like, some people just end up working at the job they would have had if they never went to college. Like, you, uh, you at yeah. least got some experience and, you I know. I lucked out. Yeah. yeah, so you'll be able to pay it off. I just feel bad for some of the people who get stuck in that. I don't know. What you going to do? It's it's a tough world out there. Well, I and guess actually, I'm yeah. just yeah. sorry. Go ahead. Lucky enough to count my stars, I guess. Yeah, they're talking about student loan forgiveness. I just heard about this though. They're uh, mm. they wrote something into the newest bill that uh, AOC was saying sets it up for the possibility for it to happen. What? I don't know. I don't. I don't think it's a, it's it's gonna be so much money. Like we <laughs> we're in an insane amount of debt right now. But 
I guess that's just one more thing. It's like it doesn't even matter at this point. We can't pay any of this back. I don't even know what. Why not make everything so. free? Why not just absolve all debt? It's like it's not working <laughs> anymore. Like, in a perfect world, honestly, in a perfect world, but I don't. Yeah, if, I, if it worked out nicely too. I mean, but it feels like they're moving in that. I don't know. Like just whatever. I don't know. It's gonna happen paying or it's not. Your, so, paying all your dues and whatnot. I mean, it'd be nice to have all my debt absolved, but I made this decision at the end of the day, and I'm not... No. I'm, I don't know. Even personally, just as a person, I would want to absolve that on my own without getting a freebie from the government, you know? Because I signed up for this, even though I was this young spry straight out of high school teenager signing up for a small home loan basically and seriously <laughs> it's crazy enough like i'm in a house now but i i just i i, I don't know i i feel like i wasn't ready but i still i feel like that's why they do it so young they like catch you at that age and they like put the pressure out like how for how many years did you hear you like you have to go like when i was when i was going through school like it was like oh you have to go you have to go yeah like yeah it's not an option you go to college or you nobody you work at mcdonald's forever and that's just not really the case (laughs) yeah no i remember having this conversation with my mom about uh my future after high school and i was a junior or senior but I remember just feeling the pressure from you need to go to school, you need to go to college. And nowadays I'll bring that up with my mom and she's like, I've never said that. But I'm like, no, dead ass you did. Yeah. Well, just gaslighting, Jesus. <laughs> just That's something I don't like about that's that's a thing about me I don't like to think about, so we're gonna say no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Oh shit! I know people that do that. <laughs> a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much everybody, actually. <laughs> I don't think that happened. <laughs> no. But college yeah. was a trip for sure. I went through a lot of changes, just mentally and just as a person, I guess. So. <laughs> yeah. No. I, that's actually. Um, yeah, I was. I was thinking about that the other day. I've gone through like a ton of changes and stuff. Cause like back when we used to hang out, like. I was mostly, like, mm. apolitical or whatever. Like, I didn't really give a shit about anything. I don't know. Like, I was just, Nihilistic. like... What? <laughs> nah, not really. I just didn't, like, care. Like, I don't know. I was just, like, I'm going to go home and play Xbox. Like, I, I didn't look into shit at all. You know, like, the world going on around me. I gotcha. Yeah, I mean, like, I was in the military and just, like, going to work, going home, not paying attention. Really easy to do that. Yeah, there's a lot of people in the military <laughs> have no fucking idea what's going on. Just want to point that out. Um... <laughs> But, um, yeah, I, uh, I don't know, I didn't care, but, like, towards the end, like, then I got, like, political, and, cause, like, everybody was, like, things were getting charged up from, like, 2015 oh, absolutely. on. absolutely. Just, like, I mean, invaded towards, everything. What? Yeah, it, I mean, towards the election, I feel like it's, or any election, mm-hmm. honestly, it gets hyped up for more than what it is, maybe. Yeah, and it feels like it keeps getting bigger each time. I really hope not. I mean... I can see it from the last few, but I have hopes that it just won't. 
Yeah, I'm uh, I'm a doomer. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's getting doom worse. Doom and gloom over there, would it? <laughs> it's getting it's getting worse every day. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I went I went through like uh, that phase. I was like a Trump guy for a while because it was just like I don't know. I didn't like Hillary Clinton for like very obvious reasons. And, um, it was just, it was it. It was just like, ah, I just I don't like her. Mind. That's mean, like where my political, just, what? What obvious w- reasons would that be? Uh, she has a horrible record of like genocide in the Middle East. She's like started several wars and like, she's really proud of it. Word. <laughs> yeah. Like just that, just that she's like got a lot of blood on her hands and like pretty pumped about it. She's just a swamp monster. I don't know. I gotcha. Yeah, anyone yeah, who's I'm been not... in politics that long is just awful. But, like, I mean, that was it. That, that's, <laughs> I'm just saying, that's where my default, like, politics came. I'm just like, they're like, hey, this person, here's, like, five things that are, like, known about her. I'm like, I don't like her. What's this other guy doing? Oh, he's that guy bad. from the TV show. <laughs> <laughs> that was, like, my politics. Yeah, this TV I show mean, guy. <laughs> choosing the lesser of two evils, I guess. Yeah, that's how it all started. And, like, you know, over the course of four years, I realized, I'm like, oh. Now that I know what's going on, I don't have anything to do with this Trump guy. Yeah, no. Yeah. It's, it's funny. I still have that photo of you oh, yeah. uh, with the shirtless with the clown nose yeah. and the fucking Make America Great Again. Yeah, and red pants, on. red yeah, nose, and the red Yeah, just red, red everything, yeah. man. Just red, red, red. Just fucking looking like a clown-ass lobster over here, man. In the middle of Arizona, like right next to a military base, everybody was doing it. I didn't have like any any backlash from it like there was you nobody to come along and be like man. trump sucks <laughs> like the best i got in the beginning because i was mostly around like eight political people they're like i don't know it's a tv show guys <laughs> <laughs> i'm just i'm i just i just work here man yeah. most people just sort of like i don't know he seems kind of dumb and i'm like yeah he seems kind of dumb he's like saying like a bunch of dumb guy words and then i was like oh after a while I was like oh that's smart he's talking to dumb guys and dumb guys are gonna vote for him <laughs> And you know what's so funny? Plenty of smart I people voted a... for him, too, though. I just want to throw that out there because it sounded like I was saying yeah, all Trump no, voters are dumb. I just wanted to say that. But, <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, so, uh, foreign exchange student um, over at the school I went to, the private art school, I uh, this was around the election, the, what, 2016? And... <laughs> She's from Switzerland, and she loved Trump, dude. She fucking loved his attitude, the energy he brought, and she's like, Trump, 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 in this, like, very snowflake private art school. She was, like, there for um, interior design and just, like, I don't know. She wouldn't blatantly say it aloud towards like others but i bet you if she did anything of the sort that there would be a lot of people against her and be like why is she here <laughs> like does she even go here does <laughs> you heard it here first art school hates foreigners jesus <laughs> art school hates foreigners because foreigners are for trump apparently foreigners for trump I... <laughs> foreigners for trump you know yeah. Them, them <laughs> Europeans. <laughs> See, that's they thought he was colluding with Russia. He was colluding with the Swiss. <laughs> they would just infiltrate art them, schools and try to convince Swiss people. Swiss foreign banks and everything. Oh yeah, seriously, he's got money hidden over there, probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah, he's got a bunch of Swiss likely. guys. He's probably got money in a bunch of places. I don't know. I, I just feel like I I have money in a bunch of places and I don't have any money. 
I mean, not a bunch of countries, but like, I don't know. My buddy got Binance. I think that's, I think using Binance is like connected to a different Binance? country. Yeah, I think they technically treat because that's like based out of something. Oh, like I've gambled using like European gambling sites. Oh, uh, I don't know. I gotcha. Yeah, so gotcha. if I could do it, yeah, rich guys got to have money in other places. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I mean, got to have money everywhere. Yeah, I would I would have money in Swiss if I could. Seems like they uh, they got, oh my God, dude, this stuff's crazy. I think it's Switzerland I'm thinking of. Um, they like, they have their entire country rigged to like go into like, armored shutdown mode like all their bridges explode and they just they, yeah like all their roads will be destroyed like they're all set with bombs and stuff so if they just want to go like turtle mode they just pff, disappear into switzerland i think it's switzerland oh. it's one of those scandinavian countries it's, it's wait, wait, wait. <laughs> yeah so world war ii happened over for... there they're paranoid <laughs> i i get that i mean just what would be the ultimate cause for them to be like, all right, let's blow our shit up? Uh, they done. blow everything up, and then they have um, bases inside of mountains and stuff. They're super protected. Essentially, they make it known that they're like, oh, we're going to be a real motherfucker if you want to come for us. <laughs> that's it. So nobody wants to fuck I mean, them. They just don't cause like problems. Some bum what? Poland shit. Yeah. Over there. I don't know. Oh, my God. Apparently, they have the two, two out of the three. Uh, top drunk like DUI levels or no 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 just uh, blood alcohol content not not DUIs yeah but Poland? they have two of the three yeah people get hammered over in Poland <laughs> <laughs> oh shit just found that out the other week <laughs> that's hilarious I love that yeah yeah it's a good, it's a good fact I don't know <laughs> I just two of three like there's a lot of countries you think two huh <laughs> you know what that reminds me of so, at the shop, uh, the tattoo shop, we uh, hired a guy, or took on a guy, I guess, from Denmark, and he was describing, like, European bikers to American bikers, and how it's, like, a world of difference. Like motorcycles? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not talking about cyclists. Nah, fuck them. Okay. Just... <laughs> Uh, just how, you know, we have the grizzly mountain men in the fucking leather clad meth and shit. Yeah, fucking. <laughs> shotguns. Son of shotguns, meth dealing. Yes, absolutely. And then apparently he was like describing how he looked like a total biker, but like bikers don't wear like riding boots or just like jeans, like straight cut jeans with like gold watches and chains and adidas zip-ups just like and, yeah. and they're all white <laughs> oh yeah just like they... talking about hip-hop a video attire <laughs> yeah i know what you're talking about i mean there's like i don't know there's a bunch of different kind of like biker gangs and shit like they got those dudes who like whip quads to the city now you seen the, oh, the dudes who do wheelies like throughout the city yeah yeah yeah, yeah those I are think, like biker uh, gangs i don't know the quads i think i've seen a like a group of uh, motorcyclists on golf links down here in Tucson just fucking ripping through and doing wheelies and stands and shit. Yeah. I mean, it's but, not always a gang. I'm saying I'm saying there are in California right now. I know there's, like, uh, several gangs that, like, they're, like, biker gangs, but they use, like, dirt bikes and shit. It's, like, all the ones you see doing the wheelies, like, running at cars and shit. But these dudes, like, I don't know. It's, like, a thing. It's, like, I don't know. 
Nah, man, that's creepy as shit. I don't know why you're gonna be that loud. Like, <laughs> like biker gangs, I know they move like in like a big pack or something, but they're not doing wheelies directly at cars. Like, no. And doing like gang activity. Like, if you're just gonna do wheelies at cars, go ahead. But like, some of them are gang banging on top of it. And I'm like, you're just bringing a lot of attention to yourself. <laughs> doing a wheelie. Just too much. Too much. <laughs> you can't sell drugs and do a wheelie. Get out of here. Just begging for attention. Yeah. That's why they get those, uh, they get the Harleys, the other bikers. They don't do wheelies on those. Actually, can I don't know if you can. I don't think you can. Doesn't uh, look like it. They're too heavy. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. There's no freaking They're too way. heavy. Good, I w- yeah, that doesn't seem like a good idea. I don't know, though. It's still so powerful. I have no idea. <laughs> but, yeah, they look too heavy. Anyway. Yeah, so, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I've changed a lot of my views. Uh, over the past, like, years, I've just, uh, I don't know, been moving through different things. Is there uh, anything big, like, you've changed over the years? Um, well, let's see. So, when you were still here in Tucson, I was convinced that I was a trans man and wanted to be a dude uh, for the longest time. I just was not feeling myself or my femininity. I rejected it a lot of the time, uh, just the years growing up. It kind of started in high school and I was just this super insecure girl. And um, going through, I guess, uh, identity crisis and nowadays or just now i am totally into my femininity into being a girl and i am a girl i have always been a girl but went through this identity crisis where i wanted to be a man because that's how i felt more comfortable in my body at the time so do you think you uh needed to go through that do you think that was uh kind of like a path you didn't like is that something you had to go through do you think? Like, was it an important part of your growth, I mean? I don't, I don't know. Maybe to get by. I think in order to be okay with myself, I thought being a man would make my life easier, in a sense. And it kind of did, uh, in a way, where I wasn't too worried about my appearance I wasn't, and I'm still not, in a to a certain degree, I guess. But wait, you're still not. Well, I'm confused. I, I lost you for a second. Oh, I, I didn't <laughs> lose you for a second there. I just um, got confused. <laughs> I guess back then, yeah. I was more concerned with trying to appear feminine, and that I just couldn't achieve that to the standards that I saw. So when you were younger, up, and then yes, and then okay. Yes, yes. So nowadays, I mean, I still don't have those concerns about my appearance, but in a different way. I can embrace my femininity, but uh, back then, I just rejected it. I didn't want to be a girl at all. I didn't want to have long hair. I didn't want to appear feminine i didn't want my curves to show i just wanted to seem more powerful okay 
than I was. And I thought that appearing as a male, I would have that. But I never achieved that. Yeah. By trying to be a man. Yeah. It, it, it just never came to fruition for me. And you're saying you never achieved it as a man. Do you think you've achieved it now that you've accepted your femininity and become more comfortable with it? Or Yes. Okay, so it's yes, more empowering. Yes, I would say so. Okay. I mean, in a more cruder or vulgar sense, um, I ended up getting, like, just really good dick and just... That's <laughs> <laughs> all it takes. <laughs> it's honestly, I don't want to be that girl, but sometimes when you're going through, like, just life shit and identity and trying to find yourself, sometimes just need good dick (laughs) 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 hey if it works it works (laughs) i mean i just found a partner who made me feel comfortable with my femininity he didn't demean me for being female if that makes sense uh sure i mean i I assume that goes on in uh, a lot of situations Uh, i mean a lot of relationships but uh I mean, yeah. I'm not saying yours, I'm saying the uh, other way that you're saying doesn't happen with you, right? Ma- am no. I making sense? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. I think right. so. So it's just, I guess, especially going through college where it's art college, private art college, um, where it kind of catered to like your own special identity and like yeah. you're, you're a snowflake, you're special, you're different. And I don't know. I just try to be so hard to be different and to be. Yeah, I uh, I, I kind of understand what you're saying. Like it, it, it's it's a product of, you know, the group environment. If, if everybody's talking about that kind of thing and supporting that kind of idea, you're more open to the idea that maybe that's me. I mean, it sounds like it's a much Absolutely. more. Absolutely. I, I think there's a like a little bit of an issue like we're in a um for no better term a transition here uh and like i mean this is this is like um i mean it feels like a full pendulum swing like i mean gay gay rights needed to come along right and there's people right. like screaming like slippery slope argument and as the pendulum has swung further and further left culturally um for uh, personally i think distraction reasons um i think it keeps people like people are arguing over like transgender bathrooms and not actually arguing over like we're going into massive debt and like this country is getting ruined yeah. like we're focusing on the wrong things so i think purposefully they distract us with this and it's convenient and that's why they've let the pendulum swing so far because it keeps us very polarized and distracted but um as as for that i mean like the gay rights thing needed to happen but it kind of happened all of a sudden like obama at the beginning of his term was like yeah i don't know about gay marriage uh, that's between a man and a woman and then by the uh well, that was like a beginning of his second term, I think it happened. I think so, yeah. What was it, 2015? So, like, halfway was through? I don't know. I'm not exactly sure uh, when it was. But, um, yeah, he made it federal that uh, gay marriage is legal. And, you know, it's like, yeah, about time. But um, then, like, it, 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 there's always a new thing they got to go because this is the thing they're pushing. Right. And so they start pushing further and further. But at a certain point when you start hearing things like um, there's more trans, uh, there's more, like, um, uh. I guess the Zoomers that identify as trans, then identify as gay, or I'm sorry, as lesbian currently. And I think it's starting to get to the point where it's going to overcome people who identify as gay. 
So like this trans movement, like it went from being like, you know, point, I think 0.1% of the population or like mm-hmm. to within like five years, it's like 11% of kids are saying they identify as that. And I'm wondering about how much it's the group talk. And I don't have a problem with people exploring their identity or sexuality. The issue is Neither do I. they're talking about puberty blockers and they're no. talking about like surgeries. And that just sounds like child abuse to me because they're using those puberty blockers off script. Like that's not yeah. even their intended use. And they're saying things will probably go. This is like a mass scale experiment. And I, I, I don't even, I don't even know what's up with it. Like, and I'm torn because I also like support like trans rights, but like, I'm like, dude, or you can but wait till you're 18. Child. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so, I, like I could even like or after years of like I don't even know like still like like with the way you're saying because I think it's not, more than 90% of uh people who identified as trans left like if not if they didn't intervene or did any of that stuff th- they have your case they eventually find out that they're either straight and we're just going through a thing or mm-hmm. actually find out that they're just gay but just like don't want to transition into a, a woman or man you know they just find out that right. they're gay but then there's also, I understand, tons of people who actually are trans, and it's very easy for them to do their thing, and they're very happy. Like, it's, it's become more accepting. So, like, I'm, I'm torn between supporting those people and being worried about, like, yo, but this kid stuff is child abuse. Yeah, yeah, and it's hard because I have a best friend who is trans, and yeah. I've grown up with... Is that the one I met? The person? The, uh... Yeah, Marshall. Yeah, Marshall. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yeah, same they go, person. They go by they? Uh-huh. Right. Um, no, nope. he goes by he. He goes by he. Okay, I don't... He, yeah. him. He, he him. doesn't do the whole I only met... they, them thing, so... Okay. I don't, I don't, he, I don't he, know him. the rules. <laughs> <laughs> I try I mean, my best. I guess you just ask is the rule? depend on who you ask, yeah. <laughs> well, or are you not... Yeah, but then... That's, all right. The people who don't want you to... You got to at least have the conversation once, and then we can do whatever. Like, we can go, we go with your rules... You know, right. give people give people a minute. I mean, this is very new. Yeah. Like I'm going to make the mistake no first. Yeah. Just let me know and I'll correct myself. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's all you got to do is just let me know. And I get let it. And I get that the why they're pissed off, too, because a lot of the time it's somebody who, like, um, you know, you identify as trans, like, right away, while some people, you'll never know the entire time you met them, you know? And, yeah. th- and there's probably a little resentment of the people who just get to live exactly mm-hmm. what they wanted, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, it's, it's hard for, I guess, the average person to just assume what the other person wants to be called. And mm-hmm. I think it's hard to expect people to just kind of change the script in I guess addressing another person because uh, I don't want to be like you know gener- generations uh, are different we're raised differently but I mean they were so you need yeah. to give them time culturally we're not going to change overnight but and this is this is a pretty as... difficult change this is absolutely this is like a lot this is uh all like, at once with it's you like this isn't even overnight. just this is like gay rights tenfold like this is like <laughs> hey um appearances sometimes you're not gonna be able to know and there is gonna be a wrong answer for some people (laughs) it's like 
it's difficult. I don't know. It's dangerous territory. Maybe they just have shorter, shorter uh, tempers as far as or shorter lines. Yeah, it takes shorter. understanding on both sides, I guess. It'll take <laughs> Absolutely. time. Absolutely. No, it has to. Yeah. That's how you get harmony eventually. But I think these numbers are going to go way down after a while. I don't think this is going to stick around forever. These numbers that have skyrocketed. It shouldn't. Like, have you heard the term transgender? <laughs> I love that term. Um, <laughs> I uh, believe probably believe that I was a part of that without realizing. I guess um, it was trendy to be trans, especially if you if you had like a Tumblr account around 2013. Yeah. And <laughs> I know I know where this shit started. We're all aware it started on Tumblr. Let's be real here. And I mean. Th- that's what I was on though. That was the platform. And I was I was just on that shit, you know, getting on that my SJW social justice warrior bitch shit, you know, throwing out facts that didn't make sense and that my ideologies didn't connect. Mm. Like like speaking about like peace and love and being nice to people but then as soon as someone with an opposing opinion came at me oh all the hate yeah. no no peace no love all the hate conform or die <laughs> yeah yeah no it's it, it, yeah i i mean i really remember that it like culminated in like 2015 with like that gamergate you remember that like Fuck, Tumblr <laughs> and like 4chan and Reddit and just all these different places just went back and forth at each other. It was insane. And I think that really is what like got 2016 to be way more polarized than ever because it also like sides like sides of that war almost took sides in the election and there was already just a charged energy online and people like they came for the wrong thing. They basically Tumblr came and fucked with video games. And then you just you don't those guys, the guys who only have video games, they they got nothing else. So when you come for that, they get real defensive and they came for Absolutely. Tumblr and it just became like <laughs> an all out fucking war. A bigger thing than it really needed to be, honestly. You know what popped it all off too? you know that uh, chick? Um, have you ever heard of Zoe Quinn? Zoe Quinn. I'm horrible with names, but it was what, uh, was what was was she a part of she was a game developer i believe uh possibly a blogger i don't i don't know what what else she did um but she was sleeping with like game journalists and, oh, i mean fuck. five I think of them maybe maybe i've heard of a podcast yeah. about her hold on yeah probably she she i mean she was kind of like the center of this i mean it really was like the dynamite that finally set off like the powder keg that was building and um yeah, she was she was sleeping with like because you were seeing it everywhere. Oh it's like God, all of a sudden, yes. game journalists started like yes. turning into SJWs, and it wasn't yes. feeding. Like while there are like a lot of SJW types that do play video games, or like people from that community, or like I don't know, girls or people want inclusivity and all that. You gotta be honest and think of the majority of gamers, and it's gotta be. I, I it's, this is probably way an underestimate in my opinion, mm. but seventy percent is just like 
toxic fucking 15 through or like younger like 11 through fuck yeah they start young fucking toxic yeah. ass because because they, they come on at 11 and they learn all the worst shit in the world from a bunch of 15 through 20 year olds and then they, <laughs> by the time they're 15 they pass on the next generation it's just toxicity and it's just Absolutely. just the worst names everything on there so it's a pretty terrible culture but when all of a sudden if that's 70 percent of the people that are playing and all the journos just like start writing social justice stuff it doesn't really feel representative of even though like what are you going to do have like a super toxic like you can't have a call of duty chat as a newspaper it's just horrible no <laughs> yeah. absolutely not i mean but it, call of duty chat yeah. is more as like your shit posting and exactly. your fucking entertainment you know it, there's no like intellectual substance in a fucking like modern warfare room yeah. chat like <laughs> but like uh yeah, so the, I'm the, like the journalists were just essentially writing things that were you know just enough to irk the guys who they're like this this at least this is like the opposite of me. This isn't just not me. This is the opposite of me, <laughs> and, they, and it pissed them off. And uh, yeah, and then they you know came to expose that this Zoe Quinn chick is sleeping with like five different guys all at different like video game publishing like uh, you know magazines and stuff. And they're all like, it's all this one chick. It's. <laughs> She's just pushing her fucking ideas across all these fucking magazines. She's she's the Trojan horse. Yeah. There you go. Just sleeping <laughs> with all the journos and just putting her ideas in, and they just started popping up and like develop these cultures and like, I don't know. It's like come to take over, but I mean, it's mostly because it's come to take over academia, like you were saying with like the art college or whatever. It's college in general. Art college yes. is probably a higher degree, but yeah, it's um. I mean, yeah, it's it, it's like a. It's, I think it's twenty to one liberal to conservative in colleges, and it's it's just becoming like there's a definitive answer. So if you work in tech, you went to college, you're more likely to be that, and it's not hard to exclude the ones that aren't. Yeah, I mean, education has a huge part in swaying others to a more um, favorable political view. Uh, I mean, yeah. that's just evident with just how much education you have is taking the general population and be like okay who has a ged high school diploma some college to college degrees and see where all their political views kind of lie from there so i mean there may be hum more humanity in a sense uh on the left side as far as you know giving more to the to the community whereas maybe more on the right it's uh more individual you know there's yeah. more uh, benefits for the individual rather than the community yeah yeah exactly it's uh the difference is in that but i'm saying it used to be closer to a 50 50 and it feels like if you're too loud with your conservative opinions you're forced out like there's there's very few places for it now. Like when it's twenty to one, none of your coworkers are on your side. You're gonna get pushed out. So absolutely. It, and and I'm saying, like I was talking about with the pendulum swinging, it feels a little bit like um. I mean, when you have things like, you know, it, it being like mainstream accepted that uh, well maybe not mainstream accepted, or maybe it is because we have uh. I mean, it's now being pushed by the Biden administration, so it's all the way to the top. But like um, you know, uh, trusting kids over their parents for these like transgender things when it could be you know oh, this huge trend no. so i'm saying like we've reached that point where they're now making policy for it so it, it's more than taken over and i'm saying that it feels like 
that's an unchallenged opinion in academia, and and I don't think it's a correct one for that reason. I think it's it's an it echo is. chamber at this point. It really is. I mean, as far as if I wanted to do anything to my body in high school, um, I think if I was more pressured to do so, I might have. And I'll tell you right now, I probably would have regretted it because I know being online and being exposed to transgender ideas and maybe thinking I was a man, I would have probably went through and went ahead with chopping my tits off to, to say it bluntly. Yeah. But as far as that goes, I never wanted to. I never wanted to, but if I wanted to fit in, I might have. And to, to just be more convincible as being a man, appearing as a man. And I think as trusting a child's perspective or opinion about their own body versus their parents is a little sketchy. I mean, they don't, they're not going to know. They don't know who they are as a person. You barely know who you are when you're at 21 years of age. Yep. Like, you're barely a person. You're learning how to talk or interact with others. And it's like, I barely think I'm just figuring out who I am. I'm getting comfortable. I've been comfortable since the age of 22, 23, but I'm still figuring out who I am and what I tolerate and what I don't. Yeah. And I think kids making those huge life decisions at like 12 to take um, hormone blockers or to it's I think too much of a it's too big of a decision I mean it's, it, it, it's a massive decision absolutely. at any age never mind when you're I I mean real like best case scenario honestly like and I I I hear the arguments. They're like, oh, it's hell. Like, you, you know who you are since, like, a lot of these people say, like, the age of, uh, what? Some people say <laughs> they know from the age of, like, four. I, I, I've heard that, like, I've from people who've too. transitioned and are very happy with how they've transitioned. And, you know, that's where Marshall comes in because yeah. he's always known. He's one of those. He's always been, well, I can't say he's always known. He's tried being a girl. He's tried really hard, and it's never come to an outcome where he's happy. But around middle school, I remember him asking me what names, what, like, male names just stuck out to me that I liked the most. And one of them was Marshall. And I was like, I really like Marshall. That's the number one name I like. Is this for like a fictional character that you created that you would like to name? And he didn't give me a straight answer, but eventually he did let me know that he was transitioning to a man and his name was Marshall. So, I mean, for some people, yeah, yeah. they they've made a habit feeling that they weren't meant to be what they were born as 
but I don't think that they'll always know from the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my girlfriend said her, uh, her best friend from when she was younger, uh, transitioned mm-hmm. to, they don't, I don't know, she says they, they stopped hanging out a while before this, but, uh, mm-hmm. she transitioned into, uh, being a man. It's crazy. It's crazy what they, uh, that stuff does though. Like, the the hormones like if you really want to go in that like she she's someone or i'm sorry he's someone who's uh very comfortable uh with the, with what they transition to and uh yeah you would never know you'd never know i mean um i haven't met them in person to hear their voice right. i know voice sometimes is tricky but i think actually sure. uh transitioning female to male it's actually way easier i think the voice just kind of shows up with the testosterone um, yeah. Yeah. So like that one's that one's super easy. But that's also why, since it's so easy to move in that direction, why it's like you really got to know you want to do that because going back is when it becomes super tricky. You can't like reverse that. So and people really need to go through like years of counseling before they absolutely. make that serious of a decision. Absolutely. And I mean, my my friend has been going through like the insurance company, for instance, like just trying to get his anime titties chopped off and <laughs> they <laughs> and and they've been refusing so because they're considering it as cosmetic and not like this medical procedure uh. that i mean it is it's like he has a back problems which brings on this whole other slew of health problems but oh, i yeah. mean like he's not he hasn't been given that opportunity to alleviate his health problems and his like dysmorphia because of his huge fucking anime titties man i especially (laughs) get it in that situation when they're you know huge fucking anime titties uh (laughs) because i mean if it was um i mean if you had like a a cup already like yeah whatever well i'm saying like but wouldn't you have back problems is what I'm saying. Like, that's oh, definitely, yeah. yeah, that just sounds like for anybody that is a medical procedure. Like, that causes a lot of problems. And Is I there, just, like, a certain level of huge anime titty? Because I feel like after a while, that has to be a medical issue. Like, I mean, there's got to be a threshold. you get past probably triple Ds, you're just in, in it. Yeah. For all, all the hospital business. I'm saying at some point that should be treated like a medical situation. You got Absolutely. back problems. But, like, I'm just saying transition <laughs> or not, like, that that sounds serious. I don't know. It is serious. Yeah. I mean, and it's ridiculous that it's gone this far, but it may be because he's trying to transition, and that's maybe why they haven't approved it. Yeah. So... It's it's definitely oh, hard. I don't know. I, I, I sure it's because of that you're saying thinking that. It's it's one way because right now what he's going through is that he kind of has to go through loops or holes in order to get what he needs for his transition mm-hmm. and everything to be comfortable with his body and be able to work because he hasn't been able to. But um. Be able to like, work, yeah. Like uh, like just go to a job, yeah. Like uh, mm-hmm. can't work with that. Like, no, it, like because most jobs will have you carry things or carry large weights, and he just can't. Cause the back. Cause the back. Yeah. Okay. All right. But, I mean, I guess just huge procedures like that 
have fail safes, but that's what I'm talking about is that if we open those fail safes to people who are young, because he's already having troubles as a young adult, but if we open it to more to people who are younger, like just who how do I say it? Yeah. Who can't consent to sex but can consent to changing their own bodies chemically I mm, (laughs) (laughs) it's hard because I've seen both sides there's my story and there's his story because if I were to have the opportunity to change my body and realize oh I would have been okay with be completely a female yeah. and I've changed it to where I fucked it up to where I can't necessarily go back. I mean, yeah, I don't say between. Have you had these conversations with Marshall here and there? Yeah. He and I have gone back and forth on some of this, not in too much depth, but it always ended up with like, kids ought to be safe safer with their decisions yeah you know find out who they are because yeah i just didn't know if marshall felt different because it sounds like knowing the whole time like puberty blockers might have been the best route you know in a situation when you know like i'm saying that sounds like a case where knowing the whole time and now being at this point as an adult and still being there and knowing it the whole i don't know uh, that would have, you know, avoided back problems. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, for sure. But, yeah. I mean, he's definitely more open to more trans ideas than I am, I, I suppose. But as far as, like, the... Let's, let's say, for example, like, they, them, whatever. I'll abide by it if it makes the person comfortable, but I don't necessarily believe that into a they, them. I'm more comfortable with the understanding of that there's a binary because there's literally just two sexes. Yeah. Not including intersex or whatever. That's a... Yeah, an anomaly. and, And it is. It's not to make it sound like out of this world or weird because it isn't it happens i mean fucking manufacturing duds happening <laughs> like like there's not calling them duds yeah, I know, either. I gonna... <laughs> <laughs> but i'm just I feel a loose fucking something i'm reaching here i'm reaching yeah I but... <laughs> not calling anyone duds um, no no one's a dud no one's a dud we just, just anomaly. Uh, anomaly. Uh, um <laughs> different outcomes yeah. sometimes <laughs> um but that's what i'm saying is, is that there's there's a pattern and to put a different i guess label on that pattern it it just convolutes things and it just makes it a little bit more confusing and well i see they usually say it's there's two sexes biological sex and then genders what they have now commandeered to mean this whole spectrum of things. That's why that's that's what I see. I, I don't know. And 
I used to be into the whole like gender spectrum thing. Yeah. Like, so all right. So you came from knowing that, but you don't you don't go there anymore because like I I've kind of like come no. to be like, hey, you do whatever you want. Like you know, I if that's how you want to if you want to use those two words differently, as long as we know biological sex exists and that's like a thing we can both agree on, we yeah. have some common ground. Yeah. And then I if you want to get into okay gender means. It, but it sounds like it starts to get into like almost like personalities and sexual preferences at a certain point. So, so that's where I draw the line yeah. because as far as I guess identity goes, like you can be as weird as you want. If you want to wear like a be a man and wear a skirt, yeah, whatever the fuck. I mean, <laughs> they have a culture around that, like the, your Scots and shit with the kilts. Yeah, that's manly as fuck. But and that's not even like a gender norm. Well, I guess it is a gender norm difference over there, but like supposedly, I don't know. It's just like a just clothing thing. It's not like some like you know, it's not a feminine and, outfit. I don't know. And, and that's what yeah. I'm talking about is, is that to me personally, gender may be just a new thing to wear. It's yeah, just something to put on. It's I don't think it has any soul. Um, oh, how do I say it? Uh, it doesn't have too much weight for the soul. Like, it's just something to put on. It's... Yeah. No one's going to look into the mirror and be like, I'm this demi-boy god, or just, like, wolfkin fucking plant-based boy. Like, yeah. I... That that those are just words mashed together to create this comp, just this floating identity. That yeah, like I found one, I found one day. that fit me. Like I'm like, oh, that nails me to a T. And I've told like some of my friends that like uh, who do that kind of stuff. What but, is uh, it? Uh, I don't know, like Scalia. <laughs> yeah. Scalia. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, but um, yeah, like the fucking. <laughs> What's his face? But uh, the uh, the Supreme Court guy. Yeah, I'm just super into politics. That's what it is. No, but I I don't know. I heard it and I was like, oh, that kind of does it. But like, it's it's not really something that like defines me or something I need to like tell people, you know? Right. Like, why does it need to be a part of everyday conversation and be like, oh, by the way, I'm blah, 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 blah. Yeah. It's not needed. It shouldn't be that big part of your identity in my opinion, like, I'm patience. That's it. Yeah. I, I'm me. Take it or leave it. Just, this is my person. No labels needed. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> exactly. Like, on on all levels, on all levels of, like, the social justice stuff, man, I always, at the end of the day, I just felt like, man, I just judge the person, like, the person, yeah. all of it. And I understand, like, all these, like, you know, through the um, intersectionality stuff, like, they just talk about, like, all the different ways people are affected, but, like, it's just a lot of it at the end of the day just, like, files people off into these groups, which half the time, their their experiences that in, like, their group identity are completely different. Like, they're identifying based on something extremely ar- arbitrary, whether it be, you know, sexual preference or, um, you know, race um, or uh, national origin, just, like, all these, like, different little things. That really just don't matter at the end of the day. I don't. I don't it care. Really We're all mutts, and like half the time, like I like somebody before I know any of those things about them. It'd be like, hey, yeah. I'm about to order pizza. Do you like pineapple or pizza or not, bro? 
like those are the most important important questions. <laughs> like when you when you were in that like uh, social justice thing, I know you like one time you like pulled a white mm. privilege thing on me. Was that oh thing? my god! And and I'm just but what, come, the thing is, what pissed me off so much is like um what's your, what's your ethnicity? You're like Mexican and uh, um I'm so. a mix of a mix. Mix so, of a mix. Okay, but uh, my point Hispanic, is Hispanic, yeah. Latino, white. In other, which is almost exactly what I am, mm-hmm. and um, you pulled that white privilege thing on me, and I'm like, <laughs> you had to tell me you were Hispanic. I thought you were white too. <laughs> I get. I thought you were a little Jewish, honestly. Like I guess that, no like, because you got kind of curly hair. That's it. Like sure. I guess Jewish before I guessed Mexican. <laughs> so when you pulled white privilege on me, I'm like, you live the same fucking life as me. <laughs> Really, but yeah. kind yeah. of. Uh, so, yeah, but like I, I'm saying, there's nobody who looks at you and is just like fucking Mexican. Like you definitely don't fall into the racism category. People, I don't know. I don't. I don't think visually people discriminate against you. <laughs> no, no. If anything, people are more really confused by me. They're trying to place where I am. Yeah, I have like uh, yeah. I couldn't, yeah, you you, you kind of look like, you know what, you, you're somewhere where the, um you ever see like those, uh they show like the people in 50 years, like when all the like races blend, you're just somewhere in the middle, you got like oh olive tan skin, <laughs> but that's the thing, you're in Arizona too, so I'm like, any white person could get that tan at this point, so. I like. mean, but there's also, so I used to work at a movie theater, and uh this was on the south side, so there was a lot of, like, there were some white kids, but there was mostly, like, Latino kids, yeah. and they were always trying to place where I fit in. They were like, is she white or Mexican? And they'd be like, yeah, she's totally white, but they're like, no, look at how full her lips are. She's Mexican, but she acts white, so it's just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This this everyone was trying to guess and they're right and wrong at the same time. Yeah, nobody guesses <laughs> me. They just say white guy. Yeah. <laughs> but Portuguese well, actually, or whatever, right? Actually, no. Yeah, yeah. Because because of that. Actually, no. I get it sometimes. Like freaking. Um, I mean, you knew most of my friends uh, when I was in the military. You met like Hill, Mike, and mm-hmm. all them. I, I mostly mm-hmm. hung out with black guys, right? Mm-hmm. And um, freaking they uh, they used to. They used to tell me that I was Hispanic. I wasn't white. They would tell me that. Because <laughs> the thing is, they would fucking, they would, you know, they'd make these fucking, like, off-color jokes and shit, you know, that, some racist-ass jokes, and fucking I'd get in on it, and we're all laughing, because it's fucking funny. We're just poking differences at each other. I mean, yeah, but they were like, but nah, but you, you're not white for this. You're Hispanic for these jokes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, all right. <laughs> Whatever, oh, shit. whatever fits, whatever's yeah. clever. I don't know, because I mean, we fucking crack each other up with that shit. Fucking, I don't know, just say it, like, say fucking, make fucking white people jokes to me, fucking, I don't know. It I was think funny. a light roasting in yeah. the workplace is good, or in any, yeah. like, friendship is healthy. Nah, light not, roasting yeah. is healthy. Like, he get pissed off because he fucking, he's like, I got another motherfucking ticket, I go... I was like, man, if I was a cop and saw how dark you were, I'm gonna pull you over too. And he just starts laughing. <laughs> he just like, just fucking. That's how it was. We just get each other with that shit, you know? It's fucking. No, I, I don't love know. That. Yeah, it's, I, it's I when mean, you're friends. Because I do that to my boys. That's when you're comfortable with somebody, you know? Absolutely. I mean, at the tattoo shop, it's a little different. It's not so much race based because yeah. everyone's. Well, they made it that way. They made all the racial <laughs> jokes, and I had no other option. I just, hey, I, hey. <laughs> 
<laughs> but but that's what I mean, though. Like, whether it's, like, it, it shouldn't matter what topic it is. It's just roasting in general is, is needed to, to a healthy degree. And if it happens to be racial, I mean, fuck fuck it's funny yeah like my <laughs> friends call me gay all the time i don't care <laughs> whatever <laughs> whatever second decade over your whole like, just, just <laughs> <laughs> yeah just i don't know i'm over it <laughs> it's like be gay, it's been guess. going on for years <laughs> <laughs> yeah but uh yeah i don't know that's just, that's just the thing i think they could use more jokes or they need a better repertoire or <laughs> i think people could use more of a sense of humor for yeah. sure. Absolutely. And I mean, that's like kind of what my whole podcast does is we make the jokes that, you know, sometimes you can't make. And then, you know, at the end of the day, we still say like, you know, like, I mean, well, right here, this conversation we had, I don't know, this probably isn't, this probably wasn't PC enough for a lot of people, but you know what? Fuck those probably people. Not. Like there's a certain level, but I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, we're here for acceptance. We're here for like making people feel more comfortable with what's Absolutely. going on, trying to try to make the world a better place, you know, do the right things and you don't break barriers and we're doing it our own way. And and that's being able to laugh at these things, I think. Like, I, I, I don't know. I think there's a way we can poke fun at each other and just e each other's differences and stuff and see that it's not that big of a deal. And it, it seems like the more, like, we push towards seriousness and taking the humor out of things, the more that tension builds. We need that decompression, you know? Absolutely. I mean, that's why there's comedic relief in serious movies because it's a plot device to or not plot device, but... Let, just to break the feeling, to mm -hmm. break the mood, to give someone the, the ability to breathe. I mean, exactly. to be able to, I guess, poke fun at a person, but be able to accept them at the same time. Mm -hmm. It's, it's you're, you're checking people. I think it's healthy to check people. And that's what I'm really talking about is is letting someone know what their place is, because it is what it is. No, no one's higher than anyone else. It's just everyone's checking each other to make sure, you know, we're on the same level. We're all equal. We're all yeah. in the same race, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Just give everybody a fair shot to be whoever Absolutely. they want to be. As Absolutely. long as it's, uh, I mean, as long as it's not harm, you know, do Just you. don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. <laughs> don't be a dick. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll tell you what. I think that's probably a good, good thing to wrap up on. Don't be a dick. <laughs> I think that, that's <laughs> I the think message so from too, today. That's know? the takeaway. You know, just uh, take a joke. Don't be a dick. Yeah. And go out there and uh, be nice to people. Every different, every every kind of different people. Find it, to find a different kind of people than you and go be nice to them. <laughs> absolutely the world could be kinder for sure um all right yeah so then um all right that's uh that's this week's track stock follow us on uh twitter uh at wgn pod and uh or podcast i don't know one or the other it, it'll be the little skeleton picture <laughs> i should really know that uh check out our patreon uh check out uh whatever else you want to plug anything um i have an instagram for my tattoo page it's patience underscore tattoo that's where you see all my recent work there um if you're ever in tucson arizona hit me up at stain purity tattoo i think we got a couple arizona fans and a, we got a lot of texas fans so 
you know, make the drive, boys. Check the check the end stuff. Make the drive. <laughs> at patience underscore tattoo. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it for this week. Have a good night. Peace. <laughs>